Hey, you get up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whatever's been running through your brain, uh, whatever's been tossing and turning, uh, whatever's been, if it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night and just kind of be your boyfriend here and say, hey, I'm going to tell a little story, I'm going to go on a long a monologue where I try to talk about how the show works and I'll tell a story it'll be a little bit silly a little bit meandering slow moving uh, I'm going to bring some wings of pointlessness pointless meanders uh, messing around mis- mispronunciations pauses pauses this podcast has had a few <laughs> there's one more this podcast may contain gratuitous pauses, gratuitous use of pregnant pauses. I don't know if anyone ever thought, as he say, well, I don't know if any of those words were supposed to be used together in that manner. And I'd say, yeah, but it's the most, that's the most G-rated manner gratuitous pregnant has ever been used, you know. Uh, but that's what, that's what I do, is I try to distract you with silly bedtime stories is basically it. Uh, the theory being is that you can't think about two things at once, or you can't really focus on two things at once. So instead of focusing on whatever's got you awake, you can kind of listen to me, but you don't have to tune in to me. Say, okay, this guy, he's taking, you know, and, and I'll try to keep your attention a little bit, but anytime you feel like curling up or putting a pillow on your head or doing that, you know, some cat-like moves where you kind of dig your shoulder deeper into the bed, and then you do, like, I do a lot of—I've been known to do some, like, uh, I forgot, like a— yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a, I'm a mammal. What can I tell you? But like a like a more of a sea mammal move where I jump out of the bed— like a flop twist. Uh, it's been a while since uh, since uh, I've had anyone had a reason to complain about that. Oh, boy. Uh, no, but maybe I haven't done it in a while. But, yeah, that's one of the moves. I forget what I could. Like, kind of like a dolphin splash. I guess that's what you'd call it. It's totally irritating if you're in bed with me. Uh, and that's in, in the deepest to sleep, but sometimes I might do it before, you know, when I'm getting ready, when scoots, if, if I listen to my own podcast, you know, I think I just said me own podcast, uh, like I'm a, a street urchin selling, uh, selling into Kinsey in London. Would you like a taste of me old podcast? I, how? Oh. hello, hello, hello. Uh, but we're, we're talking about habits, uh. Another one I had, I, th- I don't think I do it anymore, but for the longest time I would get a lot of complaints for this one, and this probably has to do with, you know, having more uh, healthy blood running through my system because I'm not drinking anymore, but I would lift my foot up, this is what I was told, and then, like, so I'd lie, I'd be on my stomach, and I would bend one of my knees, pause it at a 90 degree angle for a while, then release it, and it would bounce in the bed like five times. Like, it would just go, and they go, boom, 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 boom. 
And then, you know, it was almost like some sort of, uh, I guess like Lilliputians were like cranking my, you know, they'd crank my leg back up to the 90 degree angle and then they'd release it again and it'd go boom, 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 boom. And I was told it was being timed at different times by people uh, in my life. And they say, you know, you do that like every eight minutes. What what the heck? And it's totally involuntary. And uh, I say, no, I'm just doing it to irritate you, my dear. And then it's probably you are subconsciously. Uh, so that's another weird thing I would do. You know, dolphin splashes, strange leg drops. I also used to also have this technique. One of my roommates would tell me this. I think I did it once I, you know, uh, but I would make uh, comforting noises, these groaning noises. When it, and, and actually, those I was aware of doing, I would say they were like guttural noises. They're a bit like my voice now, so it might have influenced the podcast in some way. But it would intri- it would trigger this internal vibration in my head. It was a bit like these stones right now. I guess this creaky side of dulcet, that's where it's got its start. And it would soothe me. I mean, usually it was like a soothing that I needed after being out in New York City till about 5.30 in the morning. That's when I would start making the sounds when I got in bed. And it would, amazingly enough, once I used those sounds, I wouldn't have a problem sleeping from about 5 to 2. And I said, let's do that again. And it, it took me another 20 years to learn my lesson with that. So I don't make those noises anymore. Uh, but now I do it as part of the podcast. I guess I really think, because I used to have a theory even back then, because my roommate would be like, what's wrong with you? And i say, well, which, which, which topic are we covering? And he'd be like, with those noises, the groaning. And I would say, what groaning? And he would say, that sound you make, which was like, a bit like a didgeridoo. Uh, like that type of noise. So not that different than what I'm talking right now. And I say, oh, that, I don't, I said, I don't know. Like, I guess I do it because it makes me feel better. And he said, can you, can you not do it? I said, no, because, you know, usually I'm pretty, pretty out of it when I'm doing it. So I'm not even really aware of doing it. And then he would sigh. And I said, do you have any other, do you want to lodge any other complaints with me right now while you have the chance, you know, while I'm doing the podcast, uh, you know, and he said, I mean, I'm sure he would be like, actually, you believe I got a lot of them. And I thought I saw, I said, I, I thought I remembered another one, but I forgot it. But also for a while, I wore a red union suit, which for those of you that don't know what a union suit is, which I'm sure, presuming is 98% of you, it's like kind of like a onesie pajama that a, uh, a person that is usually in a Bugs Bunny, no, no, Scooby-Doo cartoon and owns an outhouse. Like a, a, a country bumpkin style, you, it's a one-piece pajamas, but they're usually used in a derogatory way to describe country bumpkins. Or that's just what they wear in cartoons of my youth. And they, they, so I always dreamed of owning one. Uh, so finally, when I was in my like early 20s, I got one. And then I proceeded, I guess, I don't really remember this, but I think I was known as Old Man Ackerman. And I would wear that around town every once in a while, show up at games, run out on the field in my union suit. And I think I had a whole routine where I pretended I was a crazy old man. And I guess I was just, well, just, you're just a crazy man. You know, the, the old man part was the act. I'm pretty sure I had a pretty good dance. You know, it was probably like with a, 
uh, whatever that's called. I don't know if that's the ham bone when you're snapping your fingers and snap, slapping your knees as a musical instrument. Uh, anyway, that's uh, hopefully that was boring. I guess it didn't really metaphorically. I just went down memory road about stuff about sleep. But yeah, I guess I, like I, I was always looking for. Uh, I guess he was just I was just a strange boy, and now I'm a strange man. What can I say? And now I do a podcast that put me asleep before all that. So I had terrible time sleeping, and uh, I'll never forget it. In all honesty, uh, that's one of the main drives behind this podcast. I can always remember just sitting there all alone, wondering if I would ever fall asleep. Uh, feeling like no one else could understand what I was going through and kind of feeling like uh, I was just about out of hope, that there was no reason to be hopeful. And, of course, you know, the time went on and eventually things changed. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of look at that as like uh, that pain is always, it's not always with me like I carry, but I can always access it. And I say, geez, if anybody out there is feeling like that, and this podcast can maybe take your mind off of it or make you laugh or put you to sleep uh, or just, you know, give you a little space to breathe in or maybe make you feel less alone. Anything like that, I'd be happy. I'd be so proud. Uh, so that's why I try to do it. It's just a little bit silly, a little bit ridiculous, all that. Uh, a little bit silly, a little bit ridiculous, but, you know, it, it's all in good fun. You know, I, I don't know. I, I wish you, sometimes my uh, things are more uh, metaphorical than this, but, you know, it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, podcast to put you to sleep. And that's what I'm going to do. It, it, it's different. It's strange. And, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. Give it a couple tries. If you're new here, I know you're probably skeptical or, you know, baffled. And those are understandable things. But, you know, all I can tell you is I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope, I really yearn, I really desire to help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does our music and our editing. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. And I want to thank, uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators. Alexandra, Laura, Lida, Lie, Julie C, Rachel L to the G, and Jennifer B. I want to thank all the members of the Facebook community. All right, thanks so much. Let's get on the show. Uh, hey, are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is, with my hand, I'm making the motion of smoothing out a safe place in the deep, dark night. And that's what I'm sending my voice across. The old deep, dark night, I'm getting to carve out a little safe place for us here where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, emotions... Uh, noises, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, 
pointless meanders, pregnant pauses. Well, just actually, just pauses. Actually, pregnant pauses symbolizes you know, preg- pregnant with lulls, pregnant, pregnant with dolls. So I guess they are pregnant. Uh, pauses, alliteration, or I may misuse alliteration. The word alliteration. Alliterative idiocy. Oh no, that was illustrative idiocy. I think that was on the one school I tried to go to where they said, okay, you could do your own report card. And kids, just in case you are listening, normally I tell you not to listen to old scoots. Uh, but let me just, you know, occasionally I don't want to be the uh, adult, adult figure to crush any delusions you have because delusions are part of what make us human. Or illusions. But every time, you know, I'll pull you aside and I say, hey, let me let me tell you something. Anytime they say you get to do your own grades or report card, they're not being fully honest with you. I'll tell you for sure. Anytime they say, yeah, just do your, at least, especially, just trust, trust me on that one. There's probably, there, there's some other agenda at work. But but if you if you if you go into it with an awareness instead of a resistance, kids, and you know, maybe ask your parents what those words mean, and then get back to me if you fig you know if you can give it to me, kid to kid. Uh, but if you can take a like an inquiry and an acceptance, you might be able to learn something about the adult kid condition. But yeah, what do they say? something idiocy. Alliterative, illustrative idiocy, or something, because it was a trick. They said, "Why don't you write up your own report card?" And I said an ode to Andrew in report card form, acing at school uh, is how he performs, you know. And then went on like that, you know. You know me and odes, and I, I can hear. Yes, yes, uh, actual people that know things about odes, they can feel your teeth grinding, and it's fine. It's, I'm, oh, you know, I'm just an I'm an amateur otist. Okay, again, I think I'm going to this well too many times, but I keep getting these book titles down. I'm gonna have to think of something. You know, I guess I could just use it as chapters in my. Oh, geez, I already forgot it though. Amateur otist. You know, there was a Miss Otis that lived down the street from me. This is O D E. She was O T I S. So I don't know if we'll get to Miss 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 Otis, um, if we can get back there. But uh, just in case, kids, you you know, before I totally lose track of what I was talking about. Um, well, yeah, another thing to learn from me: don't do odes as report cards. And even in in believe it or not, kids, they won't believe you. And say, well, I wasn't trying to be funny. They just thought that would be a nice way to do the report card, and I, I, that's how I'd like to receive my report cards at this school. You know, in ode form. You know, iambic pentameter, preferably. And then they said, of course, this was one of those ones with more than one uh, authority figure. So they said, could you use an example of that? And I said, suede shoes on an authority figure who glares, asking what I, iambic pentameter, if I dare, to explain what it is. It would be to use A, B, A, A, and add some C's and D's is what I would start to say if if I want to dignify that question with an answer. And that ended the great uh, school where you get to write your own report card right there because that was actually the dean. 
and he's, he's in, and he was an uh, amateur uh, amber iambic pentameterist, uh, or maybe just you know maybe that's a little harsh for me to say. Maybe he was a budding, budding pentameter, you know, budding pentameter, you know, budding poet. Let's just put it put it there. And I think I'm I'm being a little bit illustrative of uh, the idiocy that goes on at bedtime to use a semi harsh term because I guess I'm dropping some harsh harshness on the authority figures. And this podcast is to kind of distract you from the bedtime authority figures that are going to crop up that are going to crop up at bedtime when you're when you're trying to pull up the covers under your chin and get comfortable. Uh, leave the future for the future. Put the day behind you, and then all of a sudden, you know, they want to have a conference with you, or they want to say, "Well, you know, I." And they say, or then they're like, well, why aren't you being the authority figure here? Why can't you take control? You know, why don't you take control of our bedtime and, and all these things? Now, old Scoots comes in. And I guess that maybe that would be what I would do as an adult. Let's let's do a little play, role play. Not that kind of role play, everybody. Okay. Whoa. This is one of the few uh, intros that would be confusing to children in, in, in a way that's not... You know, well, I guess it still gets some glares from some adults, but you know, I'll scoop in it, scoop in. I won't scoop in. I guess I will scoop. You know, scoop myself out of a cloud and I'll plop right into your bed zone, and that means I won't be in your bed. You know, because I don't want to track any dust or anything in there. But I'll be in your bed zone area and I'll try to distract. Just like if if that little Andy, the little Andrew, was sitting there at his report card conference. A new imaginary school, the new imaginary institute of uh, of attempting to educate Andrew, and he's in some sort of uh, battle of wills. And you know, poor kids. Sometimes they don't even know. And I guess adults don't know either. I mean, that's what makes some some of the drama so good that we see with the comedy. Uh, and I guess maybe no one in the room knows they're locked in a battle of wills. They think they're. Uh, you know, doing what they're supposed to, or you know, maybe the little Andrew's just confused with his ode, and then as a, I guess we could classify it as an attack on iambic. You know, the dean's love. Well, the dean just asked a question. I mean, let's 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 not take sides. Let's take all sides. You know, if it, let's let's like a bully base of compassion and empathy here. Poor dean just has a love of iambic pentameter. And just says, geez, well, do you appreciate it? Maybe he was just saying, hey, do you appreciate it as much as I do? But the dean didn't know he's up against a boy who, you know, views authorities as brick walls. And the boy didn't know that the brick wall he was viewing as an authority was really just a, you know, maybe that maybe we could go in and say, hey, dean, why don't you drop a little ode about, uh, you know, I don't, I can't, you know, you're imaginary, so I can't actually fill you in on the, you know, that your imaginary character knows so much about iambic pentameter. So this will be tricky. Are you with me, imaginary dean that loves iambic pentameter? Oh, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Okay, well, are you still with, okay, well, but we're on the same side. Okay. Oh, Andrew. Oh, A, O, B, O, A. Iambic pentameter is so much more than that, I say. And I see in your eyes a budding good fool who just needs to be encouraged for the iambic pool to take a swim, to take a leap, 
to feel the joy of the beat. One day I'll understand, and one day you'll know. A life without iambic pentameter is one filled with woe. Great job, Dean. I'm afraid to ask if that was iambic pentameter. So I'm, you know, I'm just going to say this is a compa- this is a compassion, empathy booyah base. So you're totally off the hook. Great job. And who are these other two lovely adults in this uh, uh, meeting? About to, he was supposed to write his own report card, huh? And he decided to write a note about himself. Let me guess, little Andy. He likes he 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 views himself through through the lens of imaginary realism. Do you understand what that is? No, because he's a yeah he's a, he's an odd odd chap. So he was kind of being truthful in this tall tale he wrote as a note about his adventures at this school thus far. He part of him wishes it was true, and part of him actually thinks it's true. And, you know, I'm not here to judge any authority figures that decide to say, hey, write your own grades here and just leave it sounding like it's open-ended when it's closed. You you know, you're trying to teach these kids a little bit different, huh? And you probably don't get the credit you deserve uh, or the funding. Oh, you got plenty of funding. You know, no wonder this place is the cleanest imaginary school I've ever seen. I like all the... Uh, Polished, what is that, chrome or sparkling silver? Neither. Is it neither or neither? Both. Both what? Okay, I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't be doing the, that kind of material right now. I just want to say, you know, uh, you know, maybe do two, what about this next semester, do two report cards. Uh, how about a, a report card report? We had that on episode, but why don't the students do... A report card report before they get their report card. You know, they could do it however they open. They could be an open at weather report, a diary entry, newspaper article, a news report. That's what I did, but little Andy didn't owe. Oh, to worry of my report card coming in. The fear inside, it feels like I can't, I don't want to use the word sin or gin. So then, and then, oh, to the report card, I await. So there, you could fill the rest in, little Andy. And then the kids could do, they could get the report card. You could still do the report card part. And then you could do a post, you know, report card report reporting after the report card. And then you could have a meeting about all that. That would give you the kind of expectations. How about, what, do, what does everyone think about that? Ambic pentameter? Yeah, great. Okay, excuse me. I call. I have to call this conference to a close, and without a note, because I'm in. I'm. I'm over time here. So hey, everybody, I'm back. That's kind of how the podcast works in a very metaphorical way. I, I do that. I try to do that same thing for your brain, for all the parts of your brain uh, that are keeping you up. And I say, hey, let's not judge here. Let's not fight. Let's not uh, be. You know, we're not. In, we don't want to battle of wills. Because really, we all want to get a good night's sleep, or at least have a chance, or at least uh, sink into our bed and have a little relaxation. And I'm just here to provide the distraction part. So maybe during that whole uh, whatever happened, over-oding, we'll say that ode overload, uh, maybe you thought a little bit less about everything else that was going on. And that's the point. Maybe you fell asleep. Maybe you didn't. Hopefully you're drifting off. The podcast's a little bit silly, a little bit 
uh, sense is senseless, a little bit odd, uh, but well-intentioned. I'm here uh, coming across the deep, dark night to try to escort you over the threshold from wake to sleep. If this is your first time, a few times here, I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. Uh, and that's it. You know, thanks for stopping by. I really hope, I really yearn I, I can help you fall asleep. All right. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter, on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I wanted Chris Posty posters in from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does some of our music and edits some of the episodes. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. We have a Facebook group over at sleepingmepodcast.com slash nods, where listeners can kind of get to know each other and talk about uh, friendship and sleep stuff and, you know, just, just, just other people that listen to the podcast. I want to thank uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Lie to Lie, Rachel L. to the G., Alexandra and Laura, who moderate uh, over there. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, uh, the podcast to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is carve out a little bit of a safe place here. I think I just had a tiny accidental southern accent there carve out the safe place and it's more that's a more western plains accent but that's what i'm trying to do is carve out a safe place and if you're out on the plains you probably could use one as well uh, but the way i'm gonna do it he- here in this podcast as opposed to you know high plains drifting low plains drifting it, i'll just be plain drifting wow lucky metaphor holy mackerel uh but what I'm going to do is send my... And believe me, I'll get back to that metaphor. I've never been so lucky in a, a podcast opening. But what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night here. Uh, could you notice the tenor of my voice changed there? Because part of me is so... Ple- I feel like a cat. I think I'm purring. Uh, a part, it's, a, it's a non-auditory purr. Uh, the, my metaphor... My, whatever, what organ is in charge of the metaphors? The... Uh, Huh, I wonder. That's a good question. I have to talk to my phrenologist about that. Uh, anyway, oh boy, I got distracted. I've been so distracted. But this is the first time I've been pleased with my distraction. But I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones and just plain drifting uh, to take your mind off. So the the uh, concept of the podcast is that and then I think I've disproven this by, 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 by being interviewed and talking about podcasts. So maybe I'll use that as an example, too. But, well, yeah, let's just go straight in. The, the idea is to distract you from whatever's keeping you up at night, tossing and turning. Whether you're thinking about things, you're physically feeling things, you're emotionally in, in, in something that's keeping you up. Uh, whether it's noises or it's, it's too loud or too quiet, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. And and I guess a lot of times people sometimes will ask me, well, what exactly do you mean? Can you give me an example? And then you just please, you know, can you give me can you give me a concise example? That's not like your podcast with all the with all the plane drifting. 
And they say, well, they wouldn't have said that because I just accidentally, that term just came up. Uh, but I'm going to give you an example featuring one of my favorite podcasts, Script Notes, which I talk about a lot on the show because I love it so much. Script, and let me give you a little pitch. Script Notes is, is a podcast about screenwriting and things interesting to screenwriters. It features the, the wonderful uh, John August and Craig Mazin. But so running, I, lo- I can't think of a few things I loathe more. Uh, than running and one of the reasons i loathed it so much prior to script notes and this isn't this isn't a made-up story for amusement is because you know i'd listen to music sometimes i had a couple other podcasts that i would use but i would get out there and then i'd be maybe listening to some music or listening to something i'd be thinking about how much i disliked running and then i'd be worrying about the general things that worry me or concern me Probably another layer of thought of fantasizing or whatever. Uh, what happens when you're running, is, for me, is when you insert script notes in there, I find it so engaging that then usually I'm listening to script notes and still worrying about, you know, general general type stuff. Then I'm also fantasizing about impressing Craig and John. Uh, then I usually have another uh, level of thoughts about disappointing Craig and John. But for the most part, but do you see what's missing in that formula is I'm not thinking about how horrible running is or, oh, now I'm too far to turn. You know, all the all those running thoughts, if you're with me, you could apply it to any other thing, cleaning, uh, filing, anything. Now, you know, I don't know if you could I don't know if it would work with vegetable eating. So we'll we'll look into that. Jeez, if I could crack that, well, Scoots, what's next on your podcast? Uh, your podcast horizon. Well, you know, I I think uh, I'd like to conquer vegetable eating. I think I'll come up with a. Okay, so you're going to come up with a podcast about vegetables? No, I'm going to come up with a podcast to make people not think about the vegetables as they consume them. And they say, "Wow, uh, doctor, take him away for sure this time." Uh, I was sorry. I hate it when I crack myself up. It's never something funny to anyone but me. But anyway, back to Craig and John and script notes. Uh, so the whole time now, unfortunately, it only comes out once a week. So sometimes I can get two runs in when I'm listening, and then sometimes I'll plug in a mystery show. But, but you know, I'm waiting for season two a mystery show. Uh, but but that's my podcast. That's my go-to run podcast, Script Notes, and I love it. And I don't know John or Craig, but I I have a great affinity for them, and I feel like I've learned so much. And actually, if you're listening, like all of you listening to this podcast, and this isn't a facetious thing, you have uh, are the recipients of the benefit of my listening and learning from Script Notes. Oh, by the way, tonight's podcast is sponsored by Script Notes. Things interesting to screen. Uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm not going to, they'll probably return my bill. No, it's not really sponsored by Script Notes. But so I guess the point I'm trying to say is that plugging that podcast in, uh, I guess you can't, maybe I'm still thinking about, I'm, I'm listening to them. I got two layers of John and Craig related fantasy, only two layers, Craig. Uh, sexy Craig's not involved in any. But, um, and then, you know, my general general worries but I'm distracted enough and engaged enough that I'm not thinking about running. And this is kind of what this podcast does, but but not in in a different way because uh, around bedtime, it, it tries to distract you from all the thoughts around bedtime. Now, 
it doesn't try to quite engage you as much because it's not, I guess there's, yeah, the interesting part. I kind of remove the interesting part to, and then, you know, the subject, screen screenwriters are screenwriting. So the, the interesting part and then the subject, and I don't know what a predicate is, but it probably there's, I don't know, this podcast has probably got too many predicates. I don't know. Wow, that was a mouthful. But, uh, you know, basically I'll just be, what I try to do is take your mind off of stuff, distract you. Maybe I had a little bit too much energy there. I don't know. Uh, but take your mind off stuff, distract you like, uh, like that podcast says, but don't, I don't need to, you don't need to hold on or keep listening. It's not like I'm going to be answering any questions at the end or talking about something useful or doing one cool thing or, you know, actually sometimes this podcast I do have light umbrage and I do have a lot of segues, uh, but, but, uh. I don't know. I guess I'm distracted yet again. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm just going to plane drift here. And see, now I'm running that joke right into the to the Great Plains. Uh, but that is it, plain and simple. It's made This podcast is made to help you drift away. So you start listening and you say, why don't you say, he kind of, he, he's kind of doing his best there. You know, kind of like, a, you know, one of those birds. You say, Jesus, it's wing okay or not? That little guy's got some... And they say, what was that? Is my ride here? Uh, so that's my podcast. You say, what is he? I'm listening to this scoots. And, and he's talking about, he doesn't really sound like he jogs, though. I mean, he's definitely playing and drifting. He's got those down. Uh, but, but as you, you know, slowly. So you, I guess the main point is you don't really need to pay, pay me any mind. Uh, you can, you you can just check, check out anytime you want. Just start drifting off. Now I'll be here for the next 45 or 50 minutes doing, doing my best to keep the other parts of your brain entertained. Uh, so they don't start uh, harassing you with whatever agendas they have or, or, you know, talking to you. You know, I'll keep those parts of your brain entertained. Uh, just like a script notes does for me when I'm running. I say, geez, oh, the run's over. And I say, oh, well, the podcast isn't over. Maybe I should walk for a little while. Or, you know, oh, I'll listen to the rest tomorrow on my next run, or I'm going to walk to the train. But this podcast, you don't, you say, and this is, again, I've been talking about this a lot, but the next day you sit there eating breakfast and you wonder. Well, you say, what was the name of that podcast he was talking about? I think it was Crib Notes. Or I wonder if there is an official Cliff Notes podcast, because Scooter could definitely benefit from that. And then you'd, see, you'd be eating your, your breakfast biscuit or whatever. You say, yeah, I'm glad Scooter's looking into those cliff notes. That's right on his level, you know. And, it'd be, and then you might amuse yourself with, like, well, if Scooter did a cliff notes, it'd be twice as long as the source material. And it'd be like, huh, I thought Shakespeare was confusing, but his thoughts on Shakespeare, his confused thoughts on Shakespeare are incredibly confusing as well. And then maybe your partner there says, well, geez, well, is it like a double negative? Does it cancel it out so it's enlightening? And you say, no, no. It's, you know, I don't, wouldn't call his podcast drivel, but his version of the Cliff Notes, they're drivel. And I would say thank you for helping me name the, the company Drivel Press. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to call them because Cliff Notes is, you know, I've heard the other companies, you get Spark Notes, you get Cliff Notes. And I think those things may, I don't know, has, has the internet, no offense to the uh, uh, 
the barons of uh, whatever you would call those notes. Uh, is an internet render those companies irrelevant yet? And then I can, I can hear people gasping. Oh boy, did Scooter just start a feud with the uh, guy in the uh, circle? I said, is that Shakespeare on the circle on the Cliff Notes thing? I mean, I would like to shake the hand of the designer. I say, geez, can you get, can, okay, I guess I can't get Roman Mars on the phone. But I said, well, who, who designed those covers? Because they did a damn good job. I mean, I don't know, you know, I can imagine the meetings. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to go with a, like a warning sign, you know, yellow, industrial warning yellow or whatever it's called. And they say, well, what about international orange? No, 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 it's got to be yellow. And I say, okay, to get their attention that they're going to learn something. And they say, yeah, but, he, you know, we're going to have, look at these nice angles we have. That, may, that, that, that uh, soothes their mammalian brain and says, this is going to be easy. And you say, okay, that's that's when I fell asleep, honey. When Scooter started describing Cliff Notes and feuding with the uh, the Baron Baron von Cliff, yeah, you should hear. Just wait till I get to, from the Spark guy. So anyway, that's the podcast. I guess that ended up being a, not a metaphor. We, we we did some plane drifting there. I tried to I did st- try to stick a real life uh, example in the middle, but it did. It was twice as long as the source material, I guess, that was in my brain that I was trying to get out. So that's the show. I just want to help you fall asleep. I guess that's it. If you're your first few times here, yeah, this podcast is, what can I say? It's it's not a normal thing. Uh, but I'm doing my best to try to distract you. Give it a couple tries. It it works for some people. And for the people it works for, it works pretty well. But it doesn't work for everybody. So all I can say is thanks for stopping by. And I really do hope I can help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there, or our oldest episodes. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can donate to the podcast, sleepwithmepodcast.com, slash patron, P-A-T. Oh, yeah, P-A-T-R-O-N, I think. I want to thank Chris uh, Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does our music and edits the shows. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank, uh, we have a Facebook group, sleepingthemepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And it's an unofficial place where you can meet other listeners, talk about sleep stuff, the show, if you're up in the middle of the night, somebody's usually on there to chat with uh, from across the globe. And that's at sleepingthepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, Lie to Lie, uh, Ju- Ju- Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Laura and Alexandra. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake at night, whether it's uh, thinking, uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions, sensations, you know, sounds, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's keeping you up. 
I'm going to use the, the power of, not the power of story. Well, I guess I'm going to use the power of story against you. In, 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 well, soft, you know, I've been trying to get, I, I've been meaning to look up the uh, definition of soft power. Uh, but if I could risk embarrassment, which isn't very much of a leap for me, I would say this is, uh, I'm using the soft power of story against you. Almost like, uh, like if I took a, like, if we, you know, this, uh, let's see, what's a good metaphor? Uh, I, was, I was picturing a soft playhouse in my mind because, uh, you know, okay, hey, inventors, uh, let's let's work on this. Because uh, you got your cardboard houses that kids could make back in the day. And then, then, then people have come up with different ways to make new cardboard houses with different ways of plugging it together. And then you have like wooden play structures or plastic ones. It, w- what about a soft playhouse? And not infl- not that crappy inflatable stuff. That you, first of all, the parents got to blow it up. And second, you know, there's like some strange off-gassing. And, you know, something, I don't know, is anybody else picturing that in their mind? A little house, the same size as a cardboard playhouse, you know, just enough for kids to get in. Adult would have to squat. You know, kid can go in there, read books. They can play house. Uh, you know, they could get away, play hide and seek. They could hide in, you know, all the good things of a playhouse, you know, but soft. And you might be saying, okay, wait, weren't you trying to make a point about soft power and story? I was. But then I just did this uh, soft playhouse popped in my mind, which tends to happen. I see. This is definitely a chicken or egg situation. Does the podcast work because soft playhouses pop in my mind? Or <laughs> does the podcast work because soft playhouses pop in my mind? I guess it's not a chicken or egg situation. Uh, but, but what it is, I guess what I was saying is, is so I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff, right? I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, which you just witnessed one. And he said, well, that's okay. More of like, uh, you know, that dog from the Pixar movie and the squirrel. You say, except for me, it's anything in my brain, not just squirrel. Oh, soft playhouse. Let me examine that and try to, you know, put it to words you know, for a minute or two. But those are all the tools, the real uh, building materials of the podcast is is something like a story because you're kind of used to a story uh, taking your attention. A lot of times when you're trying to fall asleep, you're hearing different stories. You know, your mind's telling you different things about your day, about your life, you know, about your haircut, you know, breath, whatever it is. But I'm, I'm going to take a story. Well, I'm going to take something familiar like a story. And I'm going to do it This, in some sense. Okay, any story professors probably skipped this part. Any story people, but, you know, stick around. Maybe you'll fall asleep early. Because um, I already forgot what I was going to say. And I didn't even... You know, so, so, so the story, the structure, you know, a normal story, it pulls you in, right? You suspend your disbelief and you enter the world of the story and you're swept away, whether it's for the few pages you're reading of a novel or a movie or whatever it is. And the podcast is going to use that technique or the familiarity of it. You know, I'm going to tell you a story here. Or I guess it'll be, well, I'll tell you a little story based on 
the Spanish words I tried to learn from the uh, talk about uh, incomprehensible. I'm going to try to tell you something like a story. This is honestly what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to tell you something that's like a story that is based on the Spanish language words I looked up when I watched the Colombian version of Breaking Bad uh, for the second time with the Spanish language subtitles on. Okay, so if any anyone's brain is still functioning, because that could cause, that probably, ideally it just caused your brain to say, well, let me just shut down right now. This guy, I can't, can I commute, compute, work, you know, but you'll be better commuting tomorrow if you're rested. Uh, but the story I'm going to tell, and I'll run that through one more time just, just for everybody, because I know you're at the edge Hopefully you're at the edge of your pillow and your face is sliding off into the bed. So comfortable. But the first segment tonight is a, is a, a story uh, based on the Spanish language words I looked up after watching Metastasis, which is a Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And that was on my second rewatch because I watched Metastasis once. I take notes with the subtitles off. Then I watched the corresponding Breaking Bad episode. I take notes. Those are the second and third segments tonight. And then I, I watch Metastasis again with the subtitles on. I say, well, okay, what did, what, we're, okay, now they have a better grip of what the conversations are about. Let me see if I can learn any words here. Uh, so far, not, you know, I don't think I'm a good case study because I don't know if I would learn them anyway. And we also, the reason we we move the segments around based on feedback is in the story segments first. It's detached from Breaking Bad. So if you don't want to be spoiled by Breaking Bad or you're not comfortable with it, you get a nice meandering uh, story-like thing at the beginning. And so that is the whole purpose of the whole podcast. I'm not asking you to understand it because, oh, boy. I mean, I I don't do it. Does it? I think my brain's melting right now. Trying to say like, that's what I do. Sounds a lot weirder when you put it to words on a recorder. Uh, but the whole idea behind the podcast is I want to take your mind off of. Uh, I want to sweep it away into the story. Like, like I want to sweep it away from your bed. Right. I want to take it off of you. The focus off of your body, your feelings your past, your future, whatever it is that, that's going on that's keeping you up. I don't have a fancy word. I wish I had something like, a, I'm going to suspend your disbelief. And maybe maybe another opening, I could waste the whole 10 minutes trying to come up with a, a, a quippy, I don't know, is that a quippy term? But, but you know, kind of like that, but not as good. I say, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just asking you to suspend your sensibility. And that quite that that wasn't nailing it, but that'll that'll do for tonight. And so instead of thinking about all this stuff, you'll start listening to me. But obviously, you've been listening for the past eight minutes. You say, "Okay, this guy's all right." Uh, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't throw him out of a job interview. I I don't think I'd give him the job. Uh, you know, unless it was super, you know, nonsense talker. Uh, but. But you know, I could I could sit through the rest of the interview with this 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 guy, and maybe I'll even put my sunglasses on and close my eyes while he finishes up uh, telling me how is the fact that he's unqualified makes him qualified for the position. I like I like he, and then you're drifting off, 
Wait, wait a second. Was I in a job interview last night or was that the podcast? So that's the whole thing. The short version is I'm trying to take your mind off of stuff, put it on me, and I'll be I'll be here for an hour. I'll be putting in the work to keep at least part of your brain distracted. But you're under no requirement, no obligation to listen to me at all. I mean, a podcast works best as if you kind of listen and you see, okay. And I can kind of, you know, go back to that, uh, what do we call it, the Puffy Playhouse? That's what I should, if we sell it, that's what we'll call it, the Puffy Playhouse. I mean, that's what I, I don't think, I think that would have been a tougher sell. This podcast is already hard to sell to new people, but if it was called the Puffy Playhouse Podcast, I love that title. So that is officially, you know, nobody steal that. I don't know if I'll do anything with it, but. I guess if this podcast had a second secret title, which is Welcome to the Secret Title Club, it's the Puffy Playhouse Podcast, where you can just get in that playhouse. You're kind of, you're kind of in there. You know, I'm talking through the window with the fake uh, flower box, and you're curled up in there. And not only that, the floor of the Puffy House is, but you know, soft. And you say, well, geez, I was worried about the big meeting tomorrow. Next thing you know, I'm in a Puffy Playhouse podcast episode, snuggled up on the floor of the Puffy Playhouse, and Scoots is just telling me some nonsensical story through the window, and he seems to be taking it serious. He seems to be working hard. But but it's like this strange thing where he says, hey, just go to sleep whenever you feel like it. You know, if you can't sleep, you're under no obligation to, too. I'll be here with a story uh, through, through the play, Puffy Playhouse window. So that's it. I think that's probably the best way I could ever describe the podcast. It, it, I guess it's in a metaphorical way. And nah, this is like the, you know, secret, secret. And now I love saying that Puffy Playhouse podcast, patent pending Puffy Playhouse podcast. Please, something else that starts with a P. Uh, so please permit my. Uh, what I wonder if there's a there's got to be a, a word for laughing that starts with a P. Anyway, profundity. I don't know what that means, but that's a good word. Uh, okay, I took that. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the uh, sub. Be lower than a subtitle. The secretly titled Puffy Playhouse podcast. If it's your first time, a few times here, yep, you got a, you got a full dose here of what you're in for. Uh, this podcast is a little bit different, a little bit silly, but it's, it's just genuinely as good-hearted as I can make something uh, to try to help you fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. So thanks for stopping by, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping. We're on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter uh, or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edited this show and did the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. We've got a Facebook group over sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N O D S. I want to thank. Jennifer B., Lida Lie, Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., Lauren Alexandra. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, overthinking, any of the over stuff as we talked about, over worrying, over analyzing. Uh, overbearing people in your life. Uh, so if it's mental, if it's physical, if it's emotional, if it's unidentifiable, I want to take your mind off of it. If it's unpronounceable, non-categorical, oh, I thought I was having part of it. It was the back half of that word that was giving me trouble. If it's unable, if it's unable to be categor- categorized, got it. Hey, whatever it is, I want to distract you with my, gra- you know, say, well, it's not a grasp, Scoots. You don't have a grasp. It's, first of all, it's grasps. Well, my lips are dry. I'm sorry. I can't pop my peas when my lips are dry. Uh, self-critic. And, and I told you this is the worst time to correct me in the middle of, a, especially the first five minutes of a, see, now I'm trying to get my whips to lip, whips let. Uh, can't you see I'm having trouble enough without you criticizing me, self-critic? Uh, but whatever, whether it's self-criticism uh, or, you know, something outside noise, whatever, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, purposeful mispronunciations, you know, planned out with perfection and persistence. And if I knew what pugnaciousness meant... I would like to use that in a sentence one day. You know, proper, whatever that lady, fields are alive lady, didn't she say something like the proper beat about it, right? So, all that stuff. I'm going to use that stuff and more to take your mind off of things. And if this is your first time here, or your first, you know, 35 times here, let me let me just give you a quick orientation, which changes at every episode. Because uh, uh, maybe if if it's like this for you at bedtime or something, you can relate to this thing where you lie down and all of a sudden, like it becomes this overwhelming nonsense or or, or something it makes it hard for you to go to sleep. Some sort of process is going on. I guess the example I'm thinking of, and I know you're not supposed to talk about food at bedtime, but this is like... But we're talking about is like don't bring an indecisive person to Taco Bell because going to bed sometimes is like the freaking menu at Taco Bell. And this isn't a total criticism of delicious Taco Bell, not sponsoring the podcast, but Taco Bell. What could be better at bedtime than Taco Bell? Anyway, but, but what could be more confusing or similar to bedtime than the menu there? Uh, like you got your 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 biggest three. Well, who is the big three? You got BK. You got Mickey D's. Maybe I don't know if Wendy's and Taco Bell. Wendy's menu is no day in the park either. Uh, but Taco Bell's menu, I find, and and I am I usually am pretty decisive. But I just went in there. That's why it's on my mind a couple of days ago. And I said, where the hell, where the hell's the things with the Fritos in there? And then, you know, the worker just stared at me, stared at me. And then they had this new thing that came out after the Super Bowl. So I had to try that. But I said, well, you know, it's not like, okay, here's your beef stuff. Here's your chicken stuff. 
and here's the stuff for your crying kids. I mean, Taco Bell's got stuff all... I mean, come on, can you guys... And I know you probably... They say, well, why should we pay 50 designers? You know, we have the most analytical menu. The woman, we, you know, we took the woman from Sound of Music. And I say, okay, hold, hold on your data there, cowboy. I'm talking about bed, I'm talking about a metaphorical Taco Bell menu, okay? This isn't an actual gripe, you know, because I stuffed, remember, I stuffed my actual gripe into this thing. And that's when the manager laughed at me and said, oh, we'll be checking that later. So, you know, that's that's in the system, that one. But So you look at the menu and you say, okay, you even have trouble orienting. You're like, okay, wait, where's the value meals? And then you say, what the hell? This is Taco Bell. What, what the hell's a value meal and consist of? And they say, well, instead of fries, we give you, you know, the taco nobody likes, you know, rarely. That one, that's your fries. And they say, and they say we got to have a value menu. So you don't know that you could just buy a soda cheaper on its own. And they say, well, I caught you there. Uh, right at the, whatever you call it, Chalupa Face. They say, I would never call anyone Chalupa Face. That's terrible. And I don't even know what it would mean. Uh, so, wow, that went, that didn't go where I was, uh, just thought it was going, but it's sometimes at bedtime, it feels like that you have too many options and you don't want any, you know, you say, Hey brain, I just want to go to bed. Hey foot, I don't need an analysis of every itch in existence. And you say, Hey back, you know, we've been feeling, we were loose all day and I stretched. Why are you carping at me now? And you say, and then you, you you get that solved, and you get a nice position going, and then another part of your brain, maybe both. I, sometimes I think the lizard brain and the mammalian brain are conspiring against me. In fact, I'm positive of it. And then they say, well, geez, what about all that stuff in the middle menu, the uh, casita menu, or whatever the hell they call it? Why didn't you get that? That stuff's all healthy. And then you could just, you can actually laugh at that. You say, come on, you know, you're the lizard brain. I know you're up to no good. And you say, well, I was just using it as a metaphor for all the poor choices you made. Well, you say, what are you, the Catholic school brain? I'm sorry. Where, how, I was talking to the lizard brain, the mammalian brain. Uh, where the hell did, I didn't even you know, say, well, I'm just here to shame you for all the, because, you know, the lizard brain's just trying to help you make the best of the bad choices in the position you put yourself in. And you say, mammal brain, you want to weigh in on this? And the mammal brain just shrugs because mammal brain's like, with that look that says, well, I don't know how we're going to get through this one with you in charge. And you say, I don't remember calling a team meeting. And then you say, what the heck are we doing in Taco Bell? And then your craving brain says, well, as you said, I figured we'd get, it, get us up. You say, I don't even like leaving the house for anything. Why? He said, God forbid you live in L.A. and you have Postmates showing up. And you say, why is Postmates here? And then I think that is a new thing. I've been hearing from L.A.-based listeners, Postmates brain. And, you know, PM, 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 PMUI is definitely a thing. But, you know, Postmating... Ambient-related post-mating. I don't even know if I'm using the term. But but, but where you say, hey, I'm just trying to go to bed here. You know, can we just tip this guy out and put this food in the fridge for lunch tomorrow? Can we leave the Taco Bell? 
Can we leave the discussions about my childhood, my future, my career, my body, my body, feelings about my body, my, you know, my needs, my wants, you know, all of that Maslow's hierarchy except for the water I drank already. Uh, you know, keep Maslow out of bedtime or Maslow, you know, or proper, you know, see, keep scientific. I don't know. I wish I had a good one. It would have been good if I, if I was positive how to pronounce his name. Uh, but there's no high you know, there shouldn't be any hierarchies at bedtime. There should be a hierarchy on the freaking Taco Bell menu. You see, man, this thing is a pain in the ass. I'll be honest. I mean, the only thing they got going is that they give you humongous soda, you know, because they say, hey, we're not going to waste your time with this, val you know, with the sizing stuff. You know, we'll just do the most damage. You know, we know you'll be back anyway. Uh, we'll see. And I think that's the same thing that goes on, you know. It's, Taco Bell's just, just a business trying to make money, you know, just a faceless evil corporation trying to do the best they can in the world. You know, the fact that they give you eight gallons of soda and then if you pester them and shake your ice like I do for a free refill for another 48 gallon, ounces, you know, they don't mean to do you any harm. Or maybe not, but, but it's a metaphor anyway. Because at bedtime, all those parts of you, they're trying to protect you or they're trying to get your attention or they're just misfiring. Sometimes it's just misfiring neurons. Sometimes it's just pain. And a lot of times it's the distant echoes of the past that feel like the present, if you're with me. Uh, and they're jacking for your attention because they think if you do something right now, if you could just be in control of it, everything would be okay. And they don't really know. They say, hey, that's where I come in. I say, hey, everybody, a team meeting, new manager here. We're taking off. We're taking the menu down. And they say, well, you can't do that. That's against corporate code. And I said, yeah, I, I'm breaking corporate code. I got a corporate code name. This menu stinks. And they said, well, what are we going to do from now on? Well, how are we going to make money for the giant corporation that barely? I said, don't worry. Don't worry. When someone comes in, we'll, we'll talk about them at the cash register and decide what they're going to order. And then, you know, then we'll say, okay, you're number 47 before they even say anything. And the staff just looks, but, but the difference is that I say, hey, I'm going to tell you a bedtime story, little brain parts, little body parts. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to try to take your mind off of things. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. And, and, and everybody can just listen to me. Nothing to worry about here. Nothing to see here. You know, no, we're not going to restructure anything. We're not going to. Do any corporate thingamajigs. That was just all distraction. Because all I want to do is take your mind off stuff and get, you know, I guess I got a little, I got a sense, I got a bell brain, you know, that my brain bell got rung. But, but that's all I want to do is take your mind off stuff and help you fall asleep. And maybe there's a chance if you, this is your first few times here, you're listening, you said, I mean, you probably had some sort of reaction to me. What the heck's wrong with this guy? Whoa, boy, this, this is interesting, or, or, or barely interesting, but strange in an interesting way. 
Uh, but I, I bet you there's a pretty decent chance you didn't think about all that other stuff. And that's how this podcast kind of works. And it doesn't work for everybody. Some people would try, you know, it irritates them. Franchisee own, people that can pronounce words. Franchisee something with those people and, you know, the rest of the people in that, that arena. Uh, but that's it. That's, that's, that's the way the podcast works. I wanted to take your mind off of stuff and help you fall asleep. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for stopping by, and I hope I really desire to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepingthepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found on our website. Uh, you can comment on our website. You can email me feedback to sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the music. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. We've got a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators over there, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., Lie to Lie, Lauren Alexandra, and that's it. Let's get on to the show.